VI Shots Live View Podcast Episode 4. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of VI Shots. My name is Michael Ivaliotis, and this is the podcast devoted to the world of LabVIEW. With each episode, I bring you interviews, discussions, and share with you ideas for how you can take your LabVIEW development to the next level. Well, thank you all for joining me for this fourth episode of the VI Shots podcast. Today we have Darren Nattinger from National Instruments. We had so many interesting things to chat about last time that we had hardly any time to devote to Darren's favorite LabVIEW feature, which is, of course, QuickDrop. So yes, my friends, this entire episode of the podcast will be devoted to QuickDrop. Yeah, okay, I know what you're thinking. Well, QuickDrop, I tried it, I didn't like it. Yes, but do you know about Super QuickDrop? Did you know that you can create short, your own custom shortcuts to QuickDrop items? Did you also know that QuickDrop integrates with the project environment? There are a lot of things that we don't know about QuickDrop. And with me, I have none other than the person who conceived of the idea. So if this is something that interests you, then keep listening. So let's get right into it. Darren, take us back to the beginning. How did QuickDrop become a feature in LabVIEW? Uh, sure thing. There's uh, nothing in LabVIEW I like talking about more than QuickDrop. So um, back when LabVIEW 8.5 uh, was released, it was actually during NI week of 2000, let's see, that would have been 2007, I guess. I had a little bit of idle time, and I was just kind of messing around with LabVIEW, and uh, I was getting a little frustrated at how long it would take me to find things in the palettes. Like, uh, there were certainly objects that... I had muscle memory for, like case structures, while loops, add functions, the kinds of things that I used every day. The kind of things that I didn't use every day, uh, I would have to very often search to find, even if I knew their names. Uh, typecast was an excellent example of that. Uh, back in LabVIEW 7.1, Typecast was located in a certain spot. I knew where it was. and LabVIEW 8.0, they moved it. And every single time I couldn't remember where it was and I had to go looking for it. Uh, we've got the palette search function, but that takes a while to bring up. So I started thinking about how kind of silly it was that it took me so long to find something that I knew the name of in the first place. So I started prototyping, and one of my motivations was uh, these, these uh, app launchers like Launchy. I know a lot of people use Launchy. It's the kind of thing where in Windows you can just start typing the name of whatever app you want to launch not having to browse the start menu or anything, and uh, launch the app. And so I started thinking it would be neat if I had an interface similar to that in LabVIEW where I could type the name of the object that I wanted to drop uh, without having to browse through any menus or palettes or anything. So I prototyped uh, QuickDrop right around when LabVIEW 8.5 released. I got permission to add it as a feature in LabVIEW 8.6, and uh, in, in iWeek 2008 is when I demoed uh, QuickDrop as a feature of LabVIEW 8.6, actually during the uh, one of the keynotes during NI Week 2008. So that's that's how QuickDrop was born. So so you were a key player in getting that in, into LabVIEW, I guess. Yes, I, I wrote the entire feature. There were a few little uh, hooks here and there that I needed some help with uh, from some of the source code developers. Uh, 
for example, there, uh, it, it has a menu option. That's actually how we give it a shortcut key in the first place. It's under the view menu. Nobody ever launches Quick Drop from the view menu, but it, it is there. That's how we uh, actually give it the, the uh, keyboard shortcut of control space. Uh, the easiest way to do that was to just add a menu option and, and give that a keyboard shortcut. So that's how we, that's how we got Quick Drop its, its keyboard shortcut. And uh, there were a few little minor tweaks I needed, uh, just for those of you that are interested in the, the finer details. The combo box on Quick Drop actually uses a matching mechanism that's a little bit different than the default matching mechanism. Uh, to my recollection, a combo box just in regular old LabVIEW that you drop on your front panel, if you start typing and there are multiple things that will match what you've typed, it will actually match the shortest length string uh, of the thing that you typed. And I wanted Quick Drop to instead match the first item alphabetically as opposed to the shortest length. So we uh, one of my friends in LaVRD who actually owned the combo box at the time added a little private property for me to make the combo box operate in a slightly different way. So Must be nice to have friends in, within the LaVU development team. <laughs> it, it's actually kind of funny because I walked up to him and I told him I needed, this, I needed this ability for the combo box. And he said, well... You know, I could I could probably do that. My it would probably not take me very long. Uh, why do you need this? And I told him, well, it's it's something that I really need for Quick Drop. And by that point, pretty much everybody knew about Quick Drop. And he's like, oh, it's for Quick Drop. Okay, that's cool. I'll get it taken care of in no time. So that was pretty nice. But yeah, anyway, just little pieces like that. I needed help from some other people on, but the the bulk of the development I did myself. So this is written in LabVIEW, then, right? Yes, uh, Quick Drop itself, uh, the VIs for it. Uh, are in uh, resource dialog quick drop it's all vi based again other than those those few little hooks i needed so how is quick drop available to the end user in the live development environment can you explain that you need to be on the front panel or the block diagram of a vi uh, you cannot launch quick drop from anywhere else and if you press control space it brings up the quick drop window and all the quick drop window is is a combo box that you type in and then a list box underneath that displays all the search results from what you typed. For example, let's say you are on the block diagram, you press control space to bring up quick drop and you type in loop. Uh, you will see for loop, while loop, timed loop, uh, that might be all you would see. But anyway, you would see search results from what you typed in. Uh, then you could either navigate the list or you could start typing more things to narrow it down. Uh, ultimately, you would choose the item that you want to drop in your VI uh, and then you would get it on your cursor, just like if you picked it off of the palette. So when you say choose, I would just click on the item in the list then? You can, there's actually three ways to drop something from Quick Drop. Let's say you type in add. So you bring up Quick Drop and you type add. There are three things that you can do at this point. You could press enter, which would make Quick Drop go away and would place an add function on your cursor. You could double click on the add that shows up in the Quick Drop list box. That would dismiss Quick Drop and put an add on your cursor. Uh, the third way is actually the way that I use Quick Drop the most, and it's called Super Quick Drop. So in the case where you've typed in Add, if you just click in your block diagram without pressing Enter, without uh, doing anything else in Quick Drop, it will actually drop the Add function right where you clicked. So you don't even uh, have that step of getting it on your cursor. That's, that's Super Quick Drop, because you, you skip the step of putting it on your cursor. You just drop it right wherever you click. Uh, after you, you know, that, that single click not only dismisses Quick Drop, but it also drops the item where you clicked. Uh, that's, that's the way I drop things with Quick Drop 99% of the time. I should mention that, uh, so the keyboard shortcut is Control Space. You can configure that if you go into Tools Options and uh, manipulate your keyboard shortcuts in there. 
Uh, you can assign it any shortcut key you want. Uh, you might have to change the assignment of something else since I'm pretty sure every letter from A to Z has some predefined shortcut in LabVIEW. Uh, that's actually one of the reasons we gave it control space. Uh, if you're on a Mac, for those of you out there that are on the Mac, um, control sp or I guess Apple space on the Mac actually brings up the spotlight window. So uh, since that key combo is already taken by the OS, you have to press Apple shift space on the Mac. But for Windows and Linux, it's control space. In LabVIEW 2009 and later, in addition to be able, being able to drop items from the palettes, you can also drop items from your uh, any open project that you have. So I actually use that quite a bit. Um, with LabVIEW class programming, a lot of the times I know the name of the class that I'm working with, and I, I a lot of the times will need to drop my data accessors for that class. And so with QuickDrop, it's very easy to bring up QuickDrop. Just type the name of my class and type read or write and very quickly see a list of my accessors that I can just uh, pick from, uh, from QuickDrop. Uh, I've found that to be a lot faster than navigating through the project window to find those. Well, that's awesome. So you're saying that, so you can still have focus of the diagram, and then once you control space and bring up QuickDrop, it'll actually have in the list, in addition to the function and palette items, it'll have class VIs? It'll have any VIs in your project, yes. I see. And same from the front panel. Any uh, CTLs or LV classes in your project will show up in the front panel list for QuickDrop. So it's very easy to drop type defs and uh, class objects on your front panel. I'm familiar a little bit with QuickDrop. I have to be honest with you, I don't, I don't use it. <laughs> and actually, now that I know about the third super QuickDrop, because actually I wasn't aware of that, I'm probably going to be using it even more. But I think there, there's actually another dimension to QuickDrop, correct? I think there's uh, what we call QuickDrop plugins. Can you talk a little bit about that? Many times in the past, I wanted to be able to add functionality to LabVIEW myself. Now, since I mentioned in our previous discussion, I am not a text-based programmer. I do not work on the source code of uh, LabVIEW Core itself. Uh, the things that I want to do, I want to be able to do in G. And I've been writing scripting VIs for a long time, so I'm pretty familiar with the what I need to do in scripting to perform certain operations in the editor. So I've, I've asked developers in LabVIEW R&D before if there was any way they could add hooks into the environment for me to uh, be able to create right-click menus or my own uh, keyboard shortcuts for, for things. And uh, basically, I, I was told that it, it could be done, but there, there was just nobody to actually do that work. So since I wrote QuickDrop, it, that was a pretty easy entry point for me to be able to add plugins to the environment. Now, I thought about the plugins for QuickDrop about the same time that the JKI right-click framework came out. So uh, the JKI right-click framework came out, uh, and then LabVIEW 2009 came out, I believe, shortly after that. Um, and so at that point, now users have two ways to plug into the LabVIEW environment. They can create right-click menu options with the JKI right-click framework, or they can create keyboard shortcuts with QuickDrop plugins. And uh, so that's ho hopefully we're covering lots of bases there for users who are keyboard commandos like myself and for users who uh, have lots of ideas on how to customize right-click menus. So for the uh, QuickDrop plugins, can you elaborate a little bit further on this? For example, uh, let's say if I wanted to create a QuickDrop plugin, what, what are the requirements for it and where exactly do I put this? Okay, sure. So we have a number of shortcuts that ship with LabVIEW. 
there are also many shortcuts that users on the NI community have developed, and hopefully you can post a link to where we keep those uh, with this podcast whenever we're done. Um, but yeah, basically, if you want to create your own quick drop keyboard shortcut, there's a template for it in the folder I mentioned before, resource dialog quick drop. There's a, a template in there called quick drop uh, keyboard shortcut template.vi or something like that. And uh, basically, you, it's got a lot of instructions on the diagram there. It's if, if you've ever written a right-click framework shortcut before, or a plugin before, uh, it's actually a very similar approach. We, we provide a shell for you, and you just drop in your scripting code uh, to do whatever it is you need between uh, you know, the, the points on the diagram that are identified. And uh, the plugins can be placed in the Quick Drop Plugins folder, which is in Resource Dialog Quick Drop Plugins. Or they could be placed in the LabVIEW data quick drop plugins folder. We have two different spots we can we can keep those plugins. And um, yeah, so just as an example for those of you that aren't familiar with the plugins, uh, one of the more popular plugins that we have is the remove and rewire plugin. So if you're working in a diagram and you've got an object that you want to get out of there, you would typically delete it. Now, if anything was wired to that object, you would then have to rewire the pass-through wires. One of the more common examples is a file I.O. function. You've got your file refnum and your error wire that are going through each one of the functions. If you decide you don't need one of them, you would delete it, but then you'd have to rewire the file refnum and error cluster. And with the quick drop, remove and rewire, you would select however many things you want to remove on your diagram, you would bring up quick drop with control space and then without typing anything else you would press control R. So all of the keyboard shortcuts with quick drop are control something. So remove and rewire is control R. So whenever you press that all the di all the selected diagram objects are not only removed but any pass through wires are rewired through as well. That's a, a big time saver that most people have told me is their favorite quick drop keyboard shortcut. That's awesome. Uh, so the keyboard combination to activate that, how, how is that defined actually? So in LabVIEW 2009, it was actually a rather crude mechanism. Uh, you, whatever you named your VI, your, your plugin VI, was the keyboard shortcut that was used. So you, if, for example, in LabVIEW 2009, uh, remove and rewire was r.vi. That was just its file name on disk. And that's how we defined what key you pressed. In LabVIEW 2009, it's more customizable. There's actually a tag in the VI description of your plugin that defines what the shortcut is. So, in 2010, you mean? I'm sorry, yes, 2010. So you can define the default shortcut for your plugin with that tag in the VI description. And if you want to change it, uh, there's actually a user interface for that. So whenever you bring up Quick Drop, there's a button at the bottom that says Shortcuts. You can choose that button. And among the shortcuts you can configure are the control key shortcuts for the plugins. And you can specify if you want to use a different key than the default that is already assigned. This actually brings up another quick drop topic that we haven't discussed yet, and that is, uh, if, if you don't mind. Uh, uh, no, I don't. <laughs> the, uh, so you can set up, uh, now this is a different kind of shortcut, you can set up shortcuts for palette objects. So if there's a palette object that you drop on a frequent basis, uh, case structure is a good example. Whenever you bring up quick drop, you need to start typing C-A-S-E until the autocomplete uh, gives you case structure, at which point you can... Uh, use super quick drop to put it on your cursor, or press enter, or whatever to, to drop the item. Correct. Uh, well, you can set up keyboard shortcuts for objects that you drop frequently. Uh, for example, for the case structure, I, have, I actually have a shortcut that is CS. 
So whenever I bring up quick drop, instead of having to type C-A-S-E every, every time until the autocomplete kicks in, all I have to do is type in C-S, and that is the shortcut for case structure, and that will put a case structure on my, on my uh, cursor. So that CS shortcut you're discussing right now, you can create that through that shortcuts button? Yes. Uh, at the bottom of the quick drop window is a button called shortcuts. Uh, clicking that button allows you to configure front panel object shortcuts, block diagram object shortcuts, and then the uh, keyboard plugin shortcuts that we described earlier. So the term shortcut can mean two different things in quick drop. It can mean a uh, shortened name of something in the palettes that you want to drop, and it can mean one of those plugins that launches some sort of editor operation. Is there anything else Quick Drop related that we might have missed and you want to talk about? This week, actually, this week's Darren weekly, Darren's Weekly Nugget describes all of the INI tokens that apply to Quick Drop. Uh, there are some that we use internally to store all of your uh, palette object shortcuts, like I just described. Uh, there are some that store non-default plugin shortcuts. I store the uh, last used position and size of Quick Drop because we remember where you last kept it on the window and what size you uh, resized it to. And there's also a couple of undocumented INI tokens. Uh, one lets you set the transparency level of the quick drop window. So if you want it to be transparent while you're using it, you can do that. If you, you can actually set it to be completely transparent so that when you uh, press control space, you don't actually see anything, but you can still type in uh, shortcuts. I don't really know if that's useful other than to like fool people into seeing objects magically appear on your diagram as you're programming. I don't... So that that would be called super stealth quick drop or something? <laughs> I, I think that's good. Yeah, that's what I should have called the INI token, I guess. But... <laughs> so uh, related, so how would you, how have you found feedback on this feature in, over the years of, you know, since you said it was released in 2008, correct? Yes, yeah. Live View 8.6. So uh, for the most part, People really enjoy using it. It's there is no question that it allows you to program faster in LiveView. I think that's best evidenced by the fact that I've won the LiveView coding challenge at NI Week for the past three years, uh, and of course I used QuickDrop to do it. The primary piece of negative feedback I get about QuickDrop is actually something that's beyond my control, and that is the very first time you launch QuickDrop, we need to load the entire palette set. Uh, this is actually, and that causes a delay the first time you use QuickDrop. Uh, that exact same delay happens the first time you perform a palette search because, again, we're just going through that same path. Uh, there's currently a, a, a pseudo workaround. In Tools Options, there's a way to load all of your palette content during the launch of LabVIEW as opposed to, you know, sort of lazy loading in the background while you're using LabVIEW. If you set that option, then in its Tools Options, uh, Control Functions, Palettes. Uh, there's an option there that says load palettes on launch. If you set that option, QuickDrop will be instantly usable on the first time you use it, um, but that's at the expense of LiveView taking longer to launch. So it's basically, where do you want your delay? Do you want it the first time you use QuickDrop, or do you want it during the LiveView launch? Uh, we are working on ways to speed that up. Unfortunately, that's not something I can do myself since I uh, don't know very much about the .mnu processing code within LabVIEW, but we're we're looking at ways to speed that up. I'm going to give QuickDrop another try, another chance. Good. And I like the fact that you can create shortcuts uh, directly to items in the palette. Yes, like I said, that's that's what I the bulk of my QuickDrop uses is you know CS for case structure. 
ad one for increment you know add one you know that i found that the very if, if i had an object that i found i was dropping frequently and i wanted a shortcut for um uh, whatever the first thing that came to my mind was is what i used for the shortcut and uh oh that brings up one other point about the shortcuts i'm a i'm right-handed so i use the mouse with my right hand and my left hand while i'm programming live is is you know usually on the keyboard so the way to make quick drop use as fast as possible, I already mentioned super quick drop to just instantly drop the items, but if most of your shortcuts for common objects, if you type them, or in the case of being right-handed, if you type them with your left hand only, then your hands never need to leave their normal programming position. Your right hand can stay on the mouse, your left hand can stay on the keyboard. You never need to bring your mouse hand over to the keyboard to type in something. Uh, I've, I've found that that speeds me up greatly. I've, I've probably got, I mean, this is just a total guess here, but maybe 60 to 70 shortcuts, and almost all of them are typable with my left hand only. So uh, that, that really speeds me up. I mean, I do a lot of VI server programming, for example. Uh, I drop a lot of property nodes. Now, if I made PN the shortcut for property node, I'd still need to either reach over to the keyboard with my right hand to type the letter P, or you know, stretch all the way over with my left hand to type it. That's not very efficient. So my shortcut for property node is RN. I just took the next letter in property. So I can type the shortcut RN with my left hand. And so again, my left hand never leaves the keyboard, my right hand never leaves the mouse, and that allows me to program, I think, as fast as humanly possible. <laughs> well, when, when we take a look at you doing the coding challenge, uh, it's we kind of wonder if you are human sometimes, but... Uh, <laughs> It's it's pretty fast. Um, here's here's an interesting thought. I just I just came up with this. Uh, tell me what you think. It would be cool if you could go into some kind of uh, tracking mode where you know LabVIEW would keep a statistical like a history of of the items you use most, and it would keep track of that. And it would and it would come up with suggestions. Say, well, these are the top five or the top ten items you use from the palette. So. You know, here are, these are the ones that we can suggest that you create keyboard shortcuts for, for example. Sure, that's that's not a bad idea. And actually, we might not even need to, uh, you know, analyze as you're programming because um, there's a list of nodes, diagram nodes that are are universally, or I shouldn't say universally because there might be exceptions, but almost universally, uh, the most commonly used objects. Uh, for example. We analyzed the entire code base of LabVIEW, the entire you know VI-based code base, of course, to see what diagram objects were used most commonly in the VIs that we actually ship with LabVIEW. And uh, far and above the most common object was the case structure. There were over twice as many case structures as they were as there were the next most common item, which I'm pretty sure was a while loop. So we we already have some some pretty good uh, statistics on the most common diagram objects. So that uh, maybe we could just take that information and somehow promote that as you know ways to speed up your programming by making quick drop shortcuts for these specific items. I like that idea. Well, thank you, Darren, for joining us. Yep, sure thing, Michael. Well, folks, that was a ton of useful information about the quick drop feature. Definitely something I would encourage all of you to try out and leave feedback on. I know I'm going to be taking a look at it again and seeing how I can fit it into my development. Visit the show notes page on vishots.com to find links to more information about the content mentioned by Darren in this episode. You can also leave a comment there with questions. 
or you can send us an email to feedback at vishots.com. Thank you for listening and bye for now.